Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Straight From Heart Season 1 and this is your host Aishwarya Arun. I'm sure a lot of us agree that childhood is the best part of the time because there is no responsibility in help of living life full ease and comfort. It's that part of life which is the learning period of life. I spent my whole childhood wishing I were older and now I'm spending my adulthood wishing I were younger. My childhood was normal and filled with beautiful moments. But I always wondered what would be the life otherwise? How does the world look like for people who don't have a normal childhood? So our guest for today has been working in the field of child development since 2010. She is a BA in special educational needs, diploma in child psychology from EDI UK, diploma in supporting children with reading writing difficulties, University of London, and is currently pursuing her diploma in special education needs uh, from Blackford Centre UK and Masters in Clinical Psychology. She is a consultant for special education needs and child development and is director of Empower Centre for Special Education. Uh, please welcome my sweet friend, Mamta Balasubhanyan. Hi Mamta. Hello Aishwarya. Thank you so much for having me. How have you been? I am good, yes. And how are you? How are things with you? Same as usual. So, Mamta, I'm uh, very curious to know, what triggered your interest in education and child development? Well, uh, if I can recall, I was always uh, interested in learning psychology and um, learning how people think and how people behave since my school days. But uh, I could not pursue it uh, as a career when I was younger. Um, and this, this is a beautiful story behind how I started working in the field. I was into computer programming and all that and I was good at that. And then there was a, a time in life when I was, uh, you know, having some health issues and I was uh, going through a low period. So where uh, one of my friends uh, who has a child with special needs, she asked me if I could help her uh, with her daughter and teach her, you know, for a, a couple of hours a day. And I said, okay, let me take it up as a child and you know it might uh, give me some energy so that's how I started my journey and as I started teaching the child I started realizing that I was enjoying that immensely and I was good at that and that's how I you know started then I, I decided that I want to make a career in this field so actually it's my student who inspired me to get into this career so she is she's really uh, doing really well now she's like grown up all grown up now she's an adult now but yeah she is my inspiration. Oh, beautiful. So what is the uh, biggest challenge or uh, reward in working with students who require you know, special uh, education? Or... I would like to first talk about the reward. So the reward is uh, all my students, the way they look at me, uh, the way they come and give me a hug and a lot of love and affection and uh, you know um, actually I, I can feel like a supermodel or like uh, as if I am a star when I am walking down um, they, they would keep calling me Mamta ma'am, Mamta ma'am and I will have to you know wave at them I have to take their names then only they would stop yelling yeah they do make me feel like a star that's the biggest reward <laughs> and um, challenges there are challenges every day because every case is unique and uh, there are things uh, you know you you keep uh, wondering uh, the challenging part is also includes uh, counseling parents whose children have some or other special needs 
you uh, work very hard you try to put lot of creativity into it and then you don't get results on the same day or for a month uh, and that can demotivate you a little bit but yeah that's part of life i keep learning with each case of mine nice i think the word is something uh, very very satisfying i understand uh, so in your yes. work as a special educator right uh, what mm-hmm. what sort of uh, you know special needs cases do you handle um right actually uh, the special needs is a vast field ashwarya so um but what i uh, practice in to like i practice with majority of children uh, who are having specific learning disabilities which include uh, dyslexia um dyscalculia dyspraxia dysgraphia so all these are uh, you know under the umbrella of dyslexia uh, children who have got reading writing uh, basically academic difficulties otherwise they are fine uh, now there is one more category uh, called adhd and add so that's the attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and attention deficit disorder uh, in which children have uh, major problems with the attention span the concentration and lot of hyperactivity and aggression uh, one more category is autism autism is again a huge uh, spectrum uh, disorder uh, so i ask the uh, with children who have autism uh, some children um, have social and emotional disturbances then and uh, of course the children who have got uh, intellectual disabilities i mainly work with the children so oh, that's a huge list i am sure i don't know half of half of them can we say they are little slower compared to other kids in terms of learning and picking up things at early not exactly ashwarya like if children uh, who have got some intellectual disability they can be slow for example uh, children with adhd can be very fa- faster than other people but then because they are very fast they uh, you know find difficulty in learning because their brains uh, are too fast and they are working at so many things at a time so they cannot focus on one thing so not necessarily they are slow or uh, especially children who have got specific learning disabilities generally um, you know they don't even have intelligence problems they are they have average or sometimes even above average intelligence and in spite of that ability or that gift uh, they they uh, fail to perform academically uh, so what the uh, different techniques or strategy uh, you adopt or you prefer hmm. when you handle such a uh, special needs child right um, so as i already shared that every case is unique so uh, as per the requirement i have to uh, make plans for them so some children um, respond to music really well so if i see the child is responding to music i use lot of music uh, in my teaching i i teach uh, math with music i teach them balancing uh, with music i teach them tables with music i teach them language with music um, then uh, if the child uh, is not responding much with music there are some other uh, programs basically we have a uh, lot of structured programs specially designed for such children uh, but the basic thing the first thing we have to do is building a rapport with the child uh, and it requires a lot of empathy so first thing i do is listen to them because they have lot of things to share with you and uh, what happens with these children uh, most of the time they are rejected by friends by schools by parents uh, for their disabilities or 
you know not being able to perform academically or because of certain behaviors they show the very first thing i do is uh, build a rapport by listening to them and offering them the acceptance so when they feel that i'm accepted here the way i am uh, then it becomes very easier to work with them and then they are uh, pretty you know uh, ready to learn with you so that's my strategy i i believe in building a rapport first more than anything else i do that and then uh, depending upon uh, you know the child's personality and difficulty uh, we make individual plans so for my students every student will have different plans so i have to make uh, individual plans for every child that must take lots of hard work and effort on your side <laughs> yeah sometimes it does but then it becomes very spontaneous after some time so so inspiring uh, monster so i always wonder you know so when uh, obviously you said you build rapport and that you know you kind of take it ahead uh, you must have had some difficult students as well right when would it be possible for you to share any you know one of the most difficult uh, i would say mm-hmm. challenge at work and how did uh, mm-hmm. overcome and succeed that can any specific instances you would like to share mm-hmm. yeah that's a very interesting question ash um, many a times uh, you feel that uh, now what you know uh, you do everything which is possible for you and uh, you are not getting results and uh, then you start thinking the now what what do i do what am i missing here and then suddenly the, uh, there is a eureka moment or sometimes suddenly the star, uh, child starts responding to something so these things keep happening but one case um, i would say uh, was quite uh, unique um because uh, the child um, the child is like uh, he, he is quite all right like uh, he just had difficulty with math and uh, some uh, cognitive issue but his language was very good he was very cooperative and everything uh, but one thing which was very different about him which i uh, never came across was his uh, reaction to music as i already shared that i uh, use lot of music in my teachings so i i wanted to teach him uh, math with the help of music he used to like all the tappi numbers and all the fast numbers dance songs but the moment you try to um, uh, make him listen to any slow or emotional song he would start crying and then he could uh, go on and on for an hour or so so that was something very uh, different i never came across you know uh, such a situation and i was really puzzled uh, first of all um, what was the reason you know uh, i know we all get emotional at times when we listen to some emotional music right um, but this child would go on and on and uh, i had to solve this issue so it took more than 6 months for me to you know overcome this uh, problem i i remember i used to um, just sing uh, sa re ga and ma and i can see that he is going to uh, start crying so i would stop and then we'll do something else and again i would do sa re ga ma and then would stop so like that we started uh, after a year or so that child uh, he performed on independence day Uh, on the stage and he choir and he was part of that singing group of the school so happy to see that uh, and that was you know a very proud moment for me when i saw him performing and he was singing and he was ready to listen to all sort of music 
a lot of us you know even being parents or you know having lot of patience but i would say you know when you have to work with uh, such special cases i would say patience is something you must be you must be having a lot and a lot of patience i'm sure yes that that we have we have to have or we have to develop otherwise we won't be able to work with these children we talked about lot about kids you know handling them needing to get them i'm sure you would have had you know the other spectrum where you have parents you know who are like frustrated or angry you know kid has spent ample amount of time with you but they don't see results so how do you maintain or build you know positive relationship with those set of parents you know? with parents yes sometimes parents can be challenging and uh, i will be very honest uh, that sometimes i also get frustrated the basic thing um, which i always remember is ultimately these parents are struggling they are into immense pain they, when they come to me they are either they are upset or they are frustrated uh, sometimes they they do not know what they are dealing with a uh, lot of parents are into their denial mode i try to empathize with them empathy is the key there i have to you know understand them as a parent more than a counselor or more than a psychologist or a special educator and um, again here also i listen to them ask uh, them generally my first appointment is like an hour or so and i let the parent talk for most of the time they need somebody to listen to them without judging them so i i do that that gives them the confidence that you know here uh, uh, we are also accepted without judgment and then they start opening up but sometimes parents take longer than children to open up <laughs> but uh, yes generally i manage to have positive relationship with parents because it is very important as when child comes to me uh, the child comes to me for an hour or so but rest of the time he or she is going to be with parents if i don't empower parents um, will not get desired results so i have to keep counseling parents and i have to keep uh, giving them strategies how to handle these children so that they can handle their own children and i wish that uh, no child should need me you know beyond a certain period of time so i take it up uh, like that that i i want to empower parents more than me giving all the help they should be able to help their own child so you have been dealing with the uh, kids and parents so any any suggestions that you would want the parents with special kids right or people who mm-hmm. deal with such kids those who are not aware can you just you mm-hmm. know share some advice on for example if i have my mm-hmm. cousins related kids who are mm-hmm. you know special needs so what are mm-hmm. two or three things that we can do uh, just to support uh, i would say i think i would like to appeal to all the parents uh, please uh, be open uh, to accept uh, what happens uh, the biggest challenge is when a parent are not happy to accept uh, that the child has a special need so there um, we professionals become very helpless so i uh, really appeal uh, you know from the bottom of my heart that it's all right uh, your child has uh, difficulty if you accept that accept the child the way uh, he or she is it is going to give lot of confidence to your own child as well as you will be able to solve the problem you are facing because unless and until we accept there is a problem we won't be able to solve it so please please accept and take help nothing wrong in taking help so please go to a professional uh, speak to the teachers or a counselor um, or a pediatrician and uh, please find help it is completely fine and believe me you are not the only one there are lot of people in fact 
that in normal population 10 to 15% of people have some or other kind of learning difficulty so please uh, you know be open about it and talk about it the more the more you accept your child uh, the way he or she is the more confident your child will be so that's my humble appeal request to all parents i think i second you amanta um, on that are there any sites or any uh, departments or any you know uh, organizations that you work with that you could suggest uh, people to reach out to um well i i have my own uh, special education uh, center um empower uh, center for special needs uh, it is based on in jamnagar but yes i do offer online services also so um, they can contact me on my email address uh, my official email address and uh, yes i can help them uh, and if the child requires uh, one on one sessions also uh, we can do that and if the child requires only physically uh, you know interventions then uh, i can be referred to the local um, professional perfect uh, so listeners uh, i will have contact details in the description of the episode please feel free to reach out to her uh, for any sort of consultation or you know uh, any directions that you would need. uh thank you so much uh, this this episode would be definitely very very beneficial for i think parents or anybody you know, else who have any you know, such uh, special needs kids they like to have some sort of uh, inspiration or you know a positivity from this episode thank you so much always my pleasure ashwarya it's really a pleasure uh, being on your podcast thank you thank so you. much for inviting me thank you so much thank you